Hey, what's going on, good people? This is Gardner Douglas, and I am your Orson Ninja. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I cannot explain to you how happy I am that more than one person listened to my, my last show. So, gotta say thank you. Um, I hope you guys keep listening, keep downloading, liking, sharing, all that good stuff. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Oyster Ninja PC. Um, yeah, do all that good stuff, and it's gonna be some good stuff to follow. Um, today on our podcast, we got the man, the myth, the legend, George Hastings Jr. Uh, he blessed me with a great interview, and and if you remember from our last episode, George Hastings was the guy that actually got me started um, on my DC career. So, you know, I was really happy that he said yes and wanted to be interviewed. And um, I'm really, you know, pleased on the way it came out. And I hope you guys feel the same. If not, uh, I'm sorry. It only gets better from here. But I hope that, you know, you see the progress in each and every show and here we go. Hey, George, what's going on? Like you know, I had to get you on this podcast, man. Um, you mind uh, telling the people who you are? All right. Well, I am George Hastings, um, known around the shucking community as either George Hastings Jr. or the nickname Shooter, <laughs> given to me by some coworkers a little while back. Um your funny funny little side note, I'm not technically a junior. However, everyone knows my father, and we have the same name, different middle name. So not a junior, but I am a junior. And he's a good uh, a good person to look up to in the oyster world. So I do not mind being called junior, even though it's not, uh, <laughs> not the true legal name of me. <laughs> right. Didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Some little fact. Right, right, fun self fact. That's crazy. So, um, shooter, was that like off of drinks or something or what? Yeah, well, the idea sort of behind that was um, was when I was working in D.C. at Rappahannock Oyster Bar, um, the shucking stand was right by the bartender, and um, you know we did oyster shooters. So every time there was a you know an oyster shooter was ordered, you know. Instead of saying, hey, George, I need an oyster for a shooter, they could just yell shooter. So, you know, it became like a second name to me. And <laughs> along with that, you know, if you remember the movie Happy Gilmore, shooter was, you know, uh, a pretty B.A. golfer that <laughs> that uh, yeah. had a reputation. And, um, you know, a little funny, little funny little side thing for that. <laughs> nice, nice. So, um for the people who don't know that haven't yet listened to my last podcast, um, we met in D.C. at Rappahannock Oyster Bar. And um, you basically started me on my professional shucking career, I would say. Yeah, excellent. And you, you've done a lot with it thus far, more than I have, it seems like. But, um, yeah, I was the, the only oyster shucker at Rappahannock Oyster Bar when it first opened, and I was also given the task of sort of being the manager of the shuckers. Um, so 
yeah, I was looking for good help and it, it, it was tough to come by. And, uh, you know, along with that, you know, the, the right type of help, I didn't just want someone that could, could open an oyster. I also wanted someone who could jive when they shuck, you know, shucking and jiving is a big thing when I think about an oyster bar and, you know, leading to, you know, the consumer's education, which in turn makes, makes oysters and makes food better when, when you, you got a little background with it. So what do you think makes a good oyster shucker? Like, uh, in general, I know you shuck and jive and be able to talk about it. Uh, is there anything well, else that really? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I think, I think being an oyster shucker and oyster bar is, is a unique position. It's, it's not front of the house. It's not back of the house. I always <laughs> would refer to it as more of the foundation. If you're an oyster bar, you know, you're going to be doing back of the house work, such as doing the manual labor of shucking the oyster, but you're going to be face to face with, with, with the customer, with the, with the guest and, and you're going to need to talk to them. You're going to need to sell them. You're going to need to, to be everything that, that that place has. So, you know, you, you really are the foundation of, of an, of the oyster bar, you know, for the longest time, an oyster shucker was the lowest man on the totem pole in the kitchen. It was the dishwasher. It was an unglorious position. It just, <laughs> it, it wasn't where anyone wanted to be, but it, it shouldn't be like that. I don't believe it's like that. You know, it's a real shame that a, such a delicate food, such a, a beautiful thing when done right, you know, was, was given to, you know, was not given the time, was just pushed off, pawned off on, on the low man. So, but that that's where the driving comes in. You, you know, you need the education, know about oysters, and you need to answer everyone's question. If you're, if you're on the spot up there as the oyster shucker and you don't know where the oyster's from, you don't know you know, what the difference between an oyster and a clam is or something like that, you don't, you won't seem credible. Who's going to want to eat your food, which has a stigma also of getting people sick? You know, if they don't trust you for, for shucking that, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not helping yourself either. No doubt, no doubt. I always kind of felt like, you know, you know, basically we were salesmen, you know, right on the front line, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I believe, like, if you know your product, you can sell your product. So if you got somebody up there that knows the ins and outs, you know, uh, about oysters, then it just makes it so much easier on the servers. And, you know, it helps us too because you're right. It gives us that credibility, you know. That's right. You know, biggest thing, know your product, know your craft, because there's going to be people out there that are interested in the oysters, but then there's going to be people that are interested in shucking oysters because, <laughs> When done, when done properly, it's it's a work of art. It's a beautiful thing. You could sit there and watch it, like, like you know, a little kid watches a fish tank in in amazement at a fish swimming around. You know, right. do oyster after oyster, dozen after dozen, plate them, send them. You know, talk while you're doing it. It's 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 a really cool thing to watch. You're you're the you're the entertainment for that dinner dinner and a show, and you know you're the show. It's showtime, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, let's. Uh take a break from the raw bar aspect of it right now and let's go uh i guess to your humble beginnings uh how you started how was it you know growing up as the hannibal as your father um uh, just uh how you started out yeah well um you know my my father has been chucking oysters now for over 40 years <laughs> which is much longer than i've been been alive but um right. with with that he you know he'd be out 
grinding on the weekends on on that Friday night, on that Saturday, on that Sunday, you know, during oyster season, you know. Back in the day, oyster season, of course, was, you know, the months with ours, the winter months. So it wasn't he, – was, he was around home, but he was he was on the oyster trail when, when he could get after it. So, um, you know, he'd, there'd be some leftover oysters time in and time out, and he'd bring them back around the house. So – and I, I can't exactly remember if it was more, hey, I want to learn how to shuck oysters or my dad saying – Hey, I think it would be cool to see my son or see a kid shuck oysters. Somewhere in that, or maybe, you know, it was probably just a combination of both. Um, you know, we had oysters around the garage, and, you know, I learned. I learned at six years old how to shuck an oyster. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> yeah. So during the winters, you know, if my dad had a few, I'd, I'd offer to, to shuck them out into, you know, a, a pint or a quart, you know, save them for, for the holiday oyster stuffing or, or to, to eat, eat whatever, whatever happened, you know, to fry them up, you know, oysters, of course, you can do a million things with, so. What happened so, with the ABC, your multiple time tables, what happened with that? <laughs> you know, I, it just, you know, give me the knife, let me run, you know, but my dad also knew, and, you know, you could probably relate to this, a lot of oyster shucking, you know, you can be taught the technique, but there is so much more that you learn just from the repetition and just from doing it more so than anyone could ever tell you, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot about the feel, you know, about the, the, the sort of finesse side that you can't teach someone. You just gotta, you gotta get in there, see how your hands are moving, see how the knife's working with the shell, all that kind of stuff. So, (laughs) so, you know, when I say I learned at six, I learned at six, but I wasn't shucking oysters at six, you know, I, I took my time after that to to really dive in. You know, when I was probably when I was I'd say probably eighteen, I started doing it a little more. You know, um sort of a one night a week, make a few dollars, you know. And then, you know, after that twenty two, twenty one, twenty two years old was when I started saying, Hey, this weekend is a great opportunity to go out there and shuck some oysters. If I can find someone who needs an oyster shucker for a Friday night oyster roast, I'll be there. Saturday evening, I'm there. Sunday afternoon, I'm there. You know, because that's, that's four opportunities to shuck oysters in one weekend. Right, You can right. jump on that, you know. If you want to get on it, you can get on it. Right. Has there been, like, a big difference in the pay from since then? Uh, you're, like, early or your late teens until like now has it been a big difference um not not a large difference not a substantial difference but you know when i first got started you know there's no there's not really an oyster job an oyster roast that's just a one-man job you know these oyster roasts you know they're often all you can eat and there's three guys four guys and their heads are down and they're shucking for for three hours non-stop so you know I would be with these old guys, my father, my uncle, and, you know, just other Baltimore area, D.C. area shuckers, and <laughs> I'd hear what they used to get paid. So <laughs> I'm much right. much happy to get paid what I did as opposed to the guy who's getting paid paid and tipped in, in change as opposed to, to dollar bills. So <laughs> right, right. You know, couldn't complain. Inflation was nice for, for when I jumped in compared to when they get jumped in. <laughs> I got the same stories from my dad about right. you know, just work. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. I can't complain. 
Yeah. So you are from Maryland? I am. I'm originally, you know, my, my dad's born and bred Baltimore. I was, you know, I grew up the first six years of my life in Baltimore and then, you know, moved just outside to the county. But, um, you know, Maryland, and it definitely has a special place in my heart, of course, and uh, it, it gives me an appreciation for the Chesapeake Bay and oysters. You know, I, when I grew up, my dad always had the, the Save the Bay sticker on his truck and everything, and um, you know, save the oyster shells. When when the whole shell recycling thing through Oyster Recovery Partnership started up, he would he'd be carting around oyster shells, all that kind of stuff. And you know, shucking an oyster from Maryland, you know, even though I live in North Carolina now, uh, makes me really feel like connected to where I'm from, connected to where I live. It's and you know, oysters are that food that absolutely embodies its environment and. You know, if you slurp an oyster out of the, the Chesapeake Bay, you taste the Chesapeake Bay. You can't, no matter where you are, that oyster's still from the Chesapeake Bay. So it's, it, it plays a cool little part on on the roots as well. Over the years, do you have, like, a, a memorable experience that kind of stands out more than all of them? Well, you know, when I think of it and when I think of your last podcast, I think of you mentioning when you when you got your stripes, you know, when you became an oyster shucker. And, um, you know, I started thinking about when that came for me. And, um, you know, back in the time before I was working at Oyster Bars, when I was just the, the weekend oyster shucker warrior, um, I did a, did a little event in, in D.C. at National Harbor at the, the Gaylord Hotel. It was the Oyster and Beer Festival. And what this was, there was a, a session on Friday night and two sessions on, on Saturday. And people paid one flat price. They come in, they get all these beer tastings, and they get unlimited oysters. There's something like like 15 to 20 oyster shuckers at this event. They're all given one or two types of oysters, and it's just lines all day. You go as fast as you can for that whole three, four-hour session, and, you know, you just – it's just a fun event. You know, people are having a good time. You, when you're shucking oysters, you're always having a good time, especially when you got a, a brother shucker next to you, you know? <laughs> So right, this uh this event's coming. I you know I had it on my calendar. I can't remember what exact month it is, but you know it's like this is gonna be a great weekend for me. I get three chances right off the bat to, to shuck oysters, and it's gonna be a lot. You know, at this time, what I think of as you know a nice oyster roast is I'm gonna have to do about a thousand oysters. You know, a thousand oysters. I'm gonna have three hours or so to do it. It'll be be great. You know. So this event came around, and Friday night comes. I'm all good. You know, it's first session. See how it goes. Feel out the event, you know, because I got two more of these sessions. I got Saturday to go. So first night comes. Crowd is not necessarily as hungry or as big as expected. So I shuck about 1,200 oysters, which at the time, it's like 1,200 oysters. That's that's a pretty good night. You know, you did 1,200 oysters in, in, in an evening. That's pretty good. Good <laughs> times. <laughs> but go to bed, get my rest after those 1,200, you know, and, and Saturday's coming. And I know it's going to be more busy because it's Saturday. People don't have work. People are out. They've got nothing to do after it. This is on their plans. So first session comes. People are lined up like crazy. I'm shucking um, – I think the oysters I drew were, they were like cocktail size oysters. I believe they were, 
where Beausoleil is out of Canada, right? So very, right. very, very um, uniform oyster, beautiful oysters. In my mind, they're easy to shuck. I sort of drew them because I was the young guy, and nobody wanted these these small oysters because they couldn't hold them in their hands, you know, as easy. They thought they were harder to shuck because of that, right? You know, I'm I love these things. They're they're smooth. They're they're all perfect, uniform. Literally, you put your knife on the oyster in the same spot on every one. You're right in. You're mm-hmm. rolling. <laughs> so. Right, this first session comes, and I know it's going to be busy, and they're not going to, you know, tell us to go slow at all. First session, boom, 1,500 oysters. So we, we break for lunch and, you know, did 1,500. There was, you know, there's 3,000 oysters set aside for Saturday, right, of each type. So first session, 1,500 oysters. So I'm, I'm like, wow, that was the most I've done in a, in a, in a, in a run, I think. I'm knowing the second the second one, you know, if I can shuck fast enough, I can if I can get these fifteen hundred oysters out, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to get a three k day. <laughs> so sure enough, um, second round comes and I'll, I'm just rocking and rolling. You know, I'm I've already got you know from Friday night Saturday I've got two thousand you know what is it twenty seven hundred oysters under the belt already. It's it's time to rock and um, you know blast it through. The other fifteen hundred had my had a three thousand oyster day, which you know I had not had not come come yet. So it's like crazy. If you can chuck my mind's like if you can chuck three thousand oysters in the day, you know you're you're probably a, a pretty good oyster shucker. So, yeah, you're there. <laughs> that that was my point where it's like you know I I shuck three thousand oysters a day because when you're at an oyster bar, people are going to ask every question and they're going to ask ask. Oh, you've probably done a lot of oysters today. How many have you done? Oh, I've only done about, you know, 600. And then, oh, what's the most you've ever done? Oh, I did 3,000 once. Like, jaw dropping. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's nice. That's still what I believe is the most I've done in a day. But, you know, I could, I could have done more that day. That was just, you know, those those six hours, seven hours I was given to Chuck. So. Right, exactly. But when I think you know, about uh, events, I think about the event we did in DC, mm-hmm. the first one, the first um, Oyster Fest, DC Oyster Fest. Yeah, yeah. That was um, crazy. That was yeah, at I, Union Market. I think uh, I, you know, I can't remember. You might know better than me, but I think we did something like five thousand oysters in two hours. That sounds was about that, right. Was that what it was? Yeah, and it was. That's the one. And the thing is, if we had more shuckers, we would have done more oysters. The line was always full. It was was just head down work. (laughs) You know? I seen my my head up a couple times just to stick a a sip of that Alan Ale, I think it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's always room for that. You gotta have, you gotta work those little, uh, you know, three tenths of a second break into into shucking now and then. You know, and I think about events like that, like and and relating them to to oyster competitions, because you know, in an oyster competition, you're you're just trying to shuck your dozen to two dozen oysters head down as fast as you can, and you know, it's amazing when someone shucks you know a dozen a minute or less than a minute, but right. when you're at these events, you need to you know your goal is sort of to average. Ten oysters a minute for 
you know, a hundred minutes at least, you know, to get to a thousand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. I've seen some amazing oyster shuckers at these oyster reels that, you know, don't, don't, don't get in the competitions and don't, don't win competitions somehow. And they're, they're some of the most impressive shuckers I've ever seen are, are these warriors that, you know, are, are there on Saturday, just head down, just shucking oysters as fast as they can for as long as they can. Like, you know, they're sprinting in the marathon, but they're not, they're never getting exhausted, which is amazing. You can't really. I mean, because if, if you get tired, then that puts the stress on somebody else, your next shucker beside you. Or, you know, That's it's right. like you just far behind. You just keep pushing and forcing yourself. Yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, you, you pull something out of yourself, too, when you when you get to do that. You know, it's just like, wow, I didn't know I could go that fast. I didn't know I could go that fast for that long. And, it, you know, next right. thing you know, you're, you're at a 1,000 oysters and you got a couple more boxes, a couple more bags that you can do. And, you know, it's it's just awesome. It's a great, you know, great feeling of accomplishment and, you know, and pride when you get to do that. Uh, you talked a little bit about the uh, oyster shucking competition. Uh, how many times have you competed and what's the best you ever came out? So um, I competed this past year uh, and this was my my fifth time going. Um, my first one came in 2012 and then... Unfortunately, I couldn't make it 2013, but I've been back-to-back since 2014, been going. Um, My best finish in the U.S. national competition is third, 2015. Um, A a cool little fact, which um, I just thought about this year, um, I've actually made the finals the past four consecutive years, which – you know, unfortunately, one of our one of the great shuckers from Florida uh, couldn't make it this year, and I would think he probably has the longest tenure of times making the finals. But you know, he wasn't there, so I, I believe I might have the at least as far as the men's side goes, um, the longest current streak of making the finals with with four consecutive. So, um, you know, unfortunately, I, <laughs> out of those four times, I've come in fifth three times with the uh, with the lone the lone not being fifth being that third in 2015 but um right. you know 2000, 2015 was was a good competition year for me too i actually the the week before us nationals um i was in the baltimore shucking championship and actually won that and that was i can't remember exactly how many times that that's put on by riley's oyster in baltimore and um mm-hmm. In, since the beginning of that contest, no one had won except my father before. So I was the first person other than him to ever win. But at the same time, there was still no one not named George Hastings to win that competition up to that point. So it was a, it was a cool little little family thing to carry on there. Right. But um, you know, I also I went down to Jacksonville, Florida that year and got in the the oyster jam shucking contest and and came in second. And you know, it was just um, every competition I got in that year, I was I was I was right at the top. So that was a that was a hot year for me, so to say. What what makes the difference in competing? Um, you know, every every year, you, you know, you kind of you kind of for me, I sort of pick something that I I want to work on or focus on. Um, one of the years, I want to say it was 2014, um, I was lucky enough to meet 
one of the best oyster truckers in the world. His name's um, Michael Morin from Ireland. He's Irish champ, world champ, um, amazing fella too. His his family owns one of the most prestigious and <laughs> well-known oyster bars in the world, um, Morin's Oyster Cottage in Ireland. And um, he mentioned to me, you know, because I wanted to know how he got to the top. You know, he, he worked so hard for so long just to try to win the Irish championships. And then, you know, then he just took the whole world. Um, but, you know, he mentioned to me, you know, start keeping a little, a little chefing journal, right. And, um, you know, write down, write down everything that happened in that competition, write down, um, you know, the way you set up the oysters, the way you set them on, on the tray, um, you know, say the fourth oyster you shucked, you, you, you had a misfire, you, you, you broke a shell, something slowed you up, you know, talk about how your hands are moving. Are your hands moving fast enough? Is, is your body rocking? Is, you know, what's going on in your head before, you know, how tired are you? Everything like that. So I started writing down all this sort of stuff. I have in a little book that, you know, I don't really let anyone see in me. And, um, it, and what I'll do is, you know, before a competition now, I will, I will read it. And, you know, I'll start thinking about things and it sort of calms me down and helps me focus on those things. Cause you know, when, when you're in a shutting contest, it might, you might be in three in a row, so to say in, in, in three months, but there's seven months where you're not in an oyster shutting competition. So your mind's not thinking about what you need to do to, to win, you know, like, um, you know, a lot of times I feel like I'm, I'm not moving both my hands. Like this is a good example, sort of. You know, when when you shuck the oyster, you lose one shell, you have one shell. So when you're throwing one shell, you should be putting down the other shell. You should be moving in unison, you know. And um, you know, when when you start focusing, you know, realizing that that could save you a half a second per oyster, or you know, a tenth of a second per oyster, something like that. A tenth of a a second for two dozen oysters, that's going to save you. Two seconds, which the difference in oyster shucking competitions can be hundredths of a second. You know, if you just write down one thing each time and you work on that one thing and then that one thing becomes habit and you work on the next thing and the next thing becomes habit, then then you'll be essentially the best you can be because, you know, you're always working on one thing and you're always, you know, if you're shaving one second, you know, that's one second faster than you were the year before. That gives you one second more better of a chance to 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 win or to 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 do something else. So So you think you're going to the top? You know, I, I hope so. I I used to, you know I used to shuck a, a lot of oysters. I'm I'm sort of sort of I'm not working in an oyster bar right now. I sort of just do oysters as my 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 hobby. Still my favorite thing in the world, but I don't do it right. as my as my day job anymore, so I wouldn't say that I have the most practice, but you know I'm still confident that that I can, I can do it because um, like if you look at my my times from this year um, in the national competition the the preliminary heat you know I, one of the things I was thinking about is you know I haven't shucked many oysters in the past in the past year not as many as I have in the past you know. I, a couple hundred thousand year to year for a while and um you know it, it bothered me a little going in but once you already you know you you got it and you really focus on it you, you can still succeed and 
you know, I still get my practice in. <laughs> you know, I don't think right. you necessarily need to shuck a, you know, 300,000 oysters in a year. You know, maybe you can do it with with 3,000 if you're if you have a focused attack when you're when you're shucking them. You know, my my goal is to get to the top and. You know, a few years ago, I, I gave myself an internal clock like, you know, I'm giving myself five years and, you know, I better see improvement or else I'm just, you know, I'm just going to face it that I'm never destined to win. And, you know, I've gotten progressively better, so I, I'm still thinking I'm riding that way up. Um, and, and on that, I was mentioning about the preliminary heat this year at the U.S. Nationals. Um, I think I shucked my best time ever, really. I am. Um, I slowed it down in my head. I was my focus was um shuck really clean oysters. You know, go fast but don't don't have speed be your main thing. So um mm-hmm. so I shucked my two dozen in two fourteen, which by no means is the fastest. There's you know, people shucking you know, a minute and fifty seconds to shuck two dozen is 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 not crazy to think anymore. So but my right. two dozen in two fourteen and I only had 15 seconds of penalties, so okay. I came in under 230. You know, a day one I was I shot 229, and that was good enough to be sitting in first place after day one. So, you know, Sunday things things didn't go as well, but you know, I, I was a little, you know on top when it didn't count, which <laughs> which you know yeah. you know one day I'll have two days that uh, it works out for me and. You know, I'll be lucky enough to raise that trophy, hopefully. But, you know, exactly. the, the greatest thing is about um, oyster shucking and getting to know the oyster community is, um, you know, you don't have to be mad when someone else wins. You know, we're all, we're all buds. All us shuckers are buddies. You know, we all, you know, everyone who works at an oyster bar, you know, they they work hard. They bust They bust their rear every day. And, you know, when we get a chance to get together, <laughs> why would we make it a stressful situation? You know, you know, we're all friends. We all do the same thing. Let's, let's just have a good time. So, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, it's not the trash talking, trash talking thing that people might think. It's not like pro wrestling where, you know, you look at the guy you're shucking next to and tell him you're going to, you're going to beat him up. <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you're dancing with those oysters, you know, you're racing against, against yourself you know you're you're facing the oysters not someone else and then then you see how right. you, you stack up against the field so all right have you ever had that feeling like oh if i just picked this oyster instead of that oyster every time you know yeah that, that's the thing the finals this year i i i shuck i'm a stabber i'm a chest, traditional chest beak stabber i go through the front through the lip or what i call the front right the bill of the oyster right. the lip of the oyster and um, it, it takes a little more finesse than than brute strength, like like you know cracking a hinge. And um, you know, I, I put my knife on the, the lip of the oyster there, and uh, I broke the shell on like four oysters. Wow! And you know, that's right there. There you go. There's there's eight seconds you just wasted. <laughs> so, um, you know, I totally think you know if I had a had one where the the bill was a little more pronounced, where I could. I could read it a little faster or the bill was a little harder. I wouldn't have broke. I would have been, been off the races would have, would have won it. Um, I think about that. I think of, you know, if I just started a little faster instead of trying to get in a rhythm, then I would have done it. There's, there's Mm -hmm. a hundred, hundreds of millions of things you think about because 
you know, you have 24 opportunities in in, the, in that competition to to do things right and do things wrong. That's right. And once it's over, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you can't let things get to you either. You know, if you make that mistake, you can't think, geez, I just lost it. You know, everyone's going to have something like that. So, you know, if you just string together the right – the right combination of speed and you know the accuracy, the the penalties, and anyone can win. It's, it's an any given Sunday thing. Nice. So, um, besides chucking oysters, do you have any hobbies or anything else that's going on, or what's your next favorite thing to do? Oh, uh, you know, I I love I love nature. So, oysters. Learn about oysters. That's that's number one. But um, you know, I also like I like the outdoors. I like fishing. I like I like hiking. I like you know I'm a family man too. I got two beautiful young girls. I like like being with my wife and daughters too. So those are definitely my favorite things, and I'm very happy that I you know started a tradition with my family that that I had when I was a kid, and it was going to the oyster festival every year. You know, I went with my mom, my dad, and um, you know we just it was a thing. The third weekend in October, we're going to be in St. Mary's County every year, and I got got my daughters knowing that now. My wife knows that, and it's it's on the calendar already for next year. <laughs> so, yeah. I got you know my my daughter, she'll she'll scream when an oyster shucking contest is going on. You know they'll do the countdown: five, four, three, two, one, shock! And she's <laughs> screaming her head off. You know, she's cheering for me. She's it's 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 a great feeling. You know, <laughs> what would you say? Um, one other question, or if you want to name more, like what's the most common questions that you get asked? Man, you know, there, there's always the 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 right here, right now question of you know where are the oysters from, when were they pulled out of the water, how fresh are they? Um, you know, but you know the biggest, you know, I'll give you a fact and then I'll think of a question while I'm giving you a fact. Um, you know, a lot of people's conception is that, that oysters are these muddy, dirty, nasty things. And, um, you know, that, that's, that couldn't be more untrue. You know, and, and an oyster doesn't, doesn't live in the mud. <laughs> if an oyster lives in the mud, is in the mud, you know, it can't filter water, it can't breathe, it can't eat, and the oyster will die. You know, it's not like a clam. A clam buries itself in the, in the sand. Um, you know, oysters aren't a dirty, nasty thing. They're they're a clean creature. Um, not necessarily a clean creature, right? But they're they need to be be clean or else they'll die. You know, people think you know right after BP oil spill and everything, people were you know a little hesitant. But you know, you got to think if an oyster consumes oil, it'll it'll die. <laughs> you know, right? You you don't have to worry about an oyster being in an oil field because if it does, it's dead and you know, your shucker will be able to discard that before it gets to your plate. So, right. you know, that that's one thing I, I think a few more people need to know. <laughs> Oysters aren't, aren't a dirty thing, and, and they're not slimy. <laughs> they shouldn't be slimy. Right. <laughs> they should be crisp and fresh and nice and cold. So. But, um, you know, as far as, you know, questions, you know, you, you, I get asked how to shuck oysters. I get asked. Um, you know, always about pearls. Like, how does an oyster make a pearl? How many pearls do you have? Um, man, I got I got a nice little handful. I I try to keep every pearl I find and put it in a a little baby food jar. I'll have right. to uh, 
I'll have to send you a picture. I can take a picture of what I got and show you. I mean, there's not necessarily um, a pearl that's a money maker, you know. But uh-huh. but I have I have a nice little collection. I got I got one that I found in a clam, that that is my um, my best one. But most of mine are from oysters. So. But um, so, you, you know, there's plenty of oyster shuckers around this country that I've met and and uh-huh. and I've and I've uh, connected with. You know, I've, sh- I've been in competitions up in New England. I've been in competition out in, in Colorado. You know, down to Florida, the whole East Coast and. Um, every time I meet a shucker, you know, they're they're one of a kind people, and their their stories are great too. So I hope to hear many many interviews from these shuckers around the country too. No doubt, shuck talk. I love it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for uh, letting me interview you, and uh, we'll be talking soon, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, we will definitely be in touch, man. I'm I'm very proud of you. I'm, Happy with what you're doing here, and it's it's a cool little ride to watch you riding. <laughs> Thank you. I'm riding the wave. So, again, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. hope you got something out of it. hope you feel a little warm and fuzzy uh, for George Hasten. Uh, great guy, great shucker, uh, great friend. And... Um, you know, we only got more good stuff to come, you know. Uh, I'm feeling real confident with the content we got coming up the next couple of weeks. And I hope you stick with us. Um, if it's anything in particular you want to hear about, anything you want to learn about as far as, you know, agriculture or oyster farming, just let me know. Uh, send me an email at oyster ninja PC at gmail.com if you want me to try out any of your oyster knives send me an email if you want to be a sponsor send me an email if you want to come on the show send me an email Uh, I think you get the the point I'm trying to uh, put out there but um yeah oh and this week oyster event so this weekend it's going down in dc we got the oyster riot at old abbott's grill um also up in our northern hemisphere uh up in canada i believe scotty was telling me uh aka the big shucker uh on instagram uh we got the seventh annual Whistler's Food and Drink Festival, and um, there they'll be having a good old shucking time. I think they'll be having a shucking competition there, and he'll be entering. So, uh, if you don't follow him already on Instagram, go follow him, Big Shucker. Um, yeah, and uh, just keep supporting us. We got some good stuff coming for you. So, thank you, and uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs>